The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 till 11. On the line we have the Deputy Mayor of the City of Greater Geelong, Councillor Trent Sullivan. Good morning. Good morning, Mitchell. Thank you for having me in this fine, fine morning. Well, it's always good news to be out of a lockdown, and I know that things seem to return to normal pretty quickly. I noticed today a lot of traffic out there on the roads and a bit of bustle around the CBD that wasn't there yesterday. Um, Clearly, it's really important for the regions to be out of lockdown as quickly as possible and not to be penalised for cases in metropolitan Melbourne. I'm assuming that's probably the point that you were making uh, when you spoke on the TV news last night to uh, probably viewers in metropolitan Melbourne. Absolutely, Mitchell. Um, it was it was very it was unexpected, but very welcomed news that uh, regional Victoria uh, was able to exit lockdown six um, earlier than expected. Um, the hustle and bustle indeed has returned to the city, and it's fantastic to see that regional Victoria is being rewarded for following the rules and keeping uh, transmissions low. We didn't have any in regional Victoria. So it was spectacular that we can get out there, you know, the community can reactivate, businesses can reopen. Uh, businesses haven't had the chance to recover from lockdown number five. So we certainly urge the community to keep supporting local hospitality, entertainment businesses, and support your local cafes, restaurants, and pubs. You know, we're running a campaign at the moment. It's our backyard. Encouraging people to shop at small, uh, local-owned uh, venues rather than your big chain good services. Again, it's another being out of lockdown is a good chance to explore, gradge along, explore all the hidden gems we have in our region. You know, book tours, activities, accommodation, have a bit of a, a staycation in your local area. Um, if you had to cancel anything you had booked last time, I'm sure many people did, now's the time to rebook rather than cancelling. But naturally, we are still feeling sorry for our Melbourne friends who are remaining in lockdown. And we, we can't wait to see our friends, family and visitors again. But naturally, we're asking, you know, Melbournians to, to keep following the rules uh, because by keeping transmissions, you know, out of Regional Victoria, that's the only way that we can return to a sense of norm. And, yeah. well, well, Victoria, you know, we, we need Melbournians back here. They're vital to our tourism, to our hospitality, uh, to our arts. Uh, we, we're all in this together. Yeah, just on that point about keeping transmissions out of Regional Victoria, are you confident in the government's measures to try and prevent people from Melbourne rushing down here and perhaps bringing the virus with them? Is there enough uh, police out there checking number plates, that sort of thing? Mm, the, the Ring of Steel um, always brings a bit of controversy as to how effective it truly is. Um, I believe in Regional Victorians' capacity to keep uh, transmissions low or out of Regional Victoria. And it's fantastic news that the state government is implementing new number plate recognition technology uh, to stop uh, unwanted vehicle transfers from metro to regional. Uh, checking IDs is also another great, strong measure in, in shops. But we, it only really works as long as we all apply it, as long as we all go along with it. So we, if anybody breaks the rules, it's for the worst of all of us, which is extremely difficult to be very tempting if you're if you're a small business owner to you want to have as much commerce and trade as possible um but i believe that you know we're all familiar with this we've all come in and out of lockdowns uh, so quickly it's a very easy transition for us these days uh if we all abide by the rules uh region of victoria can remain open and speaking of the transition what council services are open we ask this every time but what council services have opened this morning and um have you been able to get things moving so quickly that you know things like libraries and gyms and recreation centers are open as of this morning yep so it was a pretty pretty quick announcement yesterday but where are you so so 
Venues such as our indoor swim, sport and leisure centres, our splashdowns, etc., our recreational facilities, our community hubs, the National Wool Museum, uh, the gallery, the fort, the Belmont markets, the carousel, and places like Potato Shed, they'll be um, opening over from tomorrow or the day after. Now, in, each of those individual facilities will have an individual announcement. Um, but other areas like our childcare centres, our public outdoor playgrounds, they, they remain open during lockdown, and so they're, they're free for use immediately. But you know, all the council facilities should be up and running uh, within two days. Fantastic. Now, I see that there's a letter to the editor in the paper today regarding uh, Aldershot Reserve, and the letter comes from the mayor responding to uh, someone else that had written a letter to the editor. It's interesting because Aldershot Reserve, for memory, came up a fair bit during the Brown Bill campaign. Uh, because one of the uh, candidates was referencing Aldershot Reserve and saying not enough work has been done on maintaining it. But I think there are plans underway. What's going on there? Absolutely. Over the weekend, um, there was a, a letter, an open letter to the mayor, um, inquiring about Aldershot Reserve. And, um, and this is quite timely because we certainly appreciate the community's input and, uh, and concern for this area. We are currently investing in playgrounds across the region because we recognise the importance of safe and accessible spaces for kids of all abilities to enjoy. Now, the playground at Aldershot Reserve is in need of a refresh, which is why Council endorsed a master plan for this for this uh, this year for this space back in March or May, I believe it was. Uh, so back in 2019, uh, community consultation was engaged, uh, plans were put out, we had over 290 uh, respondents uh, from that, we put together a master plan, put out for community consultation again, and we passed it this year. So action should be taken on that soon. And we're going to see a phenomenal upgrade to this area. We're going to see swings, spinners, climbing equipment in the play space. There's going to be a new dog park. There's going to be a, a pump track, which is like a, a scooter and sort of bike area. There's going to be fitness equipment. There's going to be open, open space, and there's going to be a garden there. Um, it's actually got quite an impressive master plan for this area, and it, it is timely. Um, but, it's, but it's really important that we get the information out to the community that we are making these developments in these areas which need them the most. It sounds impressive. Can we go and see that master plan on the council website? Absolutely. Visit yoursay.geelongaustralia.com.au. Uh, the master plan is up there for Aldershot Reserve and there's another one actually for the moment for Hammersley Reserve in Bell Park that the community is welcome to have a look at and put some input into. Now, I also see that there's an article in the paper today regarding the Warren Ponds homestead, and it suggests that the City of Greater Geelong has wanted to call in an independent panel to make a decision. Is that right? Yes, absolutely. So there's the Kinsmead Street uh, homestead out in Warren Ponds. Now, this was a building uh, which was built in about in the 1850s. Now, we all know in Australia, uh, we're still a very young country. So whatever heritage we have from the early days uh, is certainly important. Now, at last month's council meeting, uh, council unanimously voted uh, to request an independent panel to be appointed by the state minister in relation to this homestead. Uh, the panel will consider the 36 emissions uh, which we received, which supported this action for a heritage overlay to be applied for this homestead. Um, there's been debate about the uh, current quality of it, um, the reviews and reports, um, how accurate they are. Uh, some certainly uh, say that it is... Unfortunately, not worth saving integrity. Uh, the community believes strongly that there is some value to this property. Uh, so the 36 submissions in favour of this will be received by this panel and there was three submissions against it. Um, so really, we're living up to the uh, expertise of the state independent panel to give us back uh, a completely unbiased uh, approach and even spread of, is this uh, facility, is this building uh, worth saving with a permanent heritage overlay or is that unfortunately too far? 
The uh, Regional Waste and Recycling Hub, what is it and how does it work with our waste system? Oh, yeah. So the Joint Council is leading a collaborative project to develop a regional waste uh, resource recovery and reuse hub in the G21 region. That will be something to service City Grey Geelong, uh, Colac Otway, uh, Surf Coast Shire and the borough of Queenscliff. Um, now, the recycling crisis has shown a light on the need for us to improve the waste and recycling infrastructure that we have locally. Um, and we'll be able to do this following an $80,000 grant from the Victorian government. Now, a regional hub would reduce the costs for the residential rubbish and recycling bin collection service that we have. Now, a feasibility study will look into potential locations, different models, and develop a concept design for their preferred model. The facility will have technologies that improve how recyclables are sorted and the quality of recovered materials. We all know that contamination is one of the highest difficulties we have with high-quality recyclable product. Um, Now, there would be a section for residents and businesses to recycle, uh, recover, reuse goods and materials like at our Drysdale and North Geelong hubs, and a bulk holders transfer station at the hub would reduce costs for council's waste and recycling services. Uh, we're very lucky to have the support from the Barwon Southwest Waste and Re- Resource Recovery Group, and this is an, an exciting area. Uh, I never thought waste would be as exciting as it is, uh, but we're very glad to see uh, advancements in this area. Will there be big changes as a, uh, like associated with that for end users, uh, whether it is changing what we can put in the yellow bin, for example, or changing the number of bins that we have? Um, look, that is certainly some of the outcomes. Um, we all know that, you know, contamination rates on our bins is very important. Geelong at the moment is uh, looking at developing a, a food waste additive to your green waste bin at the moment. Food waste is our most major contributor to landfill. and We want to divert that away. Um, people often say, you know, why in Geelong, why haven't we got a, a glass recycling bin, as other councils do? And that's because our current Geelong recycling station um, can actually has the capacity to separate glass um, out of the yellow bin uh, with minimal contamination. So we actually don't need to have a separate one uh, to better service our recycling facilities. So that at the moment isn't affecting the number of bins we have, but what we end up with a model for the food waste and the green waste uh, could look slightly different. So are we getting a glass uh, recycling bin in the future or do we not need that because of what you say? Well, let's see. at the moment, we don't need it because we are already successfully uh, taking out all of our glass from our yellow bin once it gets to our transfer stations. And that glass is actually already being re- taken out and reused. It's currently going into uh, roads, uh, rubber footpaths. It's all actually being re-put back in as community infrastructure, which is terribly exciting to see. And uh, last of all, I believe there's been an announcement about the recipients of community events grants. <laughs> there was. Unfortunately, we've had to hold back the announcement on our community events grants for 21-22. We held it back, back a week due to lockdown, but I'll have more information on that for the next interview. Okay, so we'll find out, what, on Friday, will we? Uh, exactly. I can say the date. I'm, I'm holding a little bit of suspense at the moment, All right. uh, but we want to make sure everyone's available to have the uh, right opportunity at the right time. I see. Look, fantastic. Thanks for being on the program, and we'll talk to you again in two weeks' time. Thank you very much, Mitchell. Thank you, Councillor Trent Sullivan with us there, the Mayor of the City of Greater Geelong. The Mitchell's Front Page Podcast is brought to you by Geelong Bank. Listen live on 94.7 The Pulse, Mondays and Tuesdays from 9 to 11. Or search for Mitchell's Front Page on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or wherever you get your podcasts.